Welcome to this week's Family Gamer Chats with Andy Robertson and Loz Guest, also broadcast on Kerrang Radio. Hi there, how you doing Loz? Yeah, not bad, you're sounding good as well. Good, a bit better this week I think. Yeah, although I have to say, you, you know, your face doesn't improve as time goes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Well, yeah, some things we can help, some things we can't. So, talk to us. Tell us about what, you know, the, the hot new things going on in the world of gaming and entertainment. Last week, Nintendo updated the 3DS. So they added their eShop channel so that you could download a variety of different games. Have you tried that yet? No, I'm afraid not. I haven't had a chance. I shall go and have a look at it later. Is it So this is going to be like the what the, the PSN network or the, the Xbox Live network. Is it a similar thing to that? It is a bit. There's not so much focus on sort of online collaborative play. This is more about sort of delivering games to your hand, handheld console. So in some ways it's like that, yeah. And there's sort of three different sorts of delivery. You've got, um, they're remaking some of their classic games, so the NES games. So Excitebike, actually, they've relaunched and it's free as part of their sort of incentive package to get people using mm. the eShop. And it's actually I, really good. I'd forgotten how good it was. Yeah, I remember that first time around. I must say many, many years ago, but I loved it. Yeah, it's very good. And on the, on the 3DS, it's not just a port. They've added this sort of 3D dimension. So you can, with the sliders, specify how much depth it's got. And they seem to be using that slider in a, in a different way on Excitebike. I've not seen that before. So that's, yeah, I'm enjoying that. Fantastic. Anything else exciting happening in the world of the 3DS? Has it taken off, do you think, as much as Nintendo or you know people within the industry had hoped? I think it's slower. And one of the things is that a lot of people I talk to think it's just an old style DS with a 3D screen. And actually, it's much more than that. Obviously, some of these um, eShop games are making use of that. But the graphics are much better. You know, the sound's much more improved. Um, so there's, there's more going on in it than perhaps Nintendo made clear. I think they've maybe shot themselves in the foot a little bit, making such a song and dance about the 3D, because there's lots of other features that I, I really enjoy on it. I must say, from, from what I've played on, on it so far, I have enjoyed it, although I still suffer with the motion sickness thanks to the 3D. I mean, that's yeah, probably my eyesight, yeah. Yeah, I, so do you I, end up I, turning it off? Yeah, I haven't really got used to it. It gives me a bit of a headache, to be honest. Yeah. Have you tried Ocarina of Time yet? Yeah, I had a quick go on that, and I just made my head spin even more. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, I can't concentrate on things like that, to be honest with you, Andy. I, I, I need—I I don't know how I'll how I'll fare, to be honest. I've never tried proper three D TV, um, you know, apart from in the pub with the football. So I don't know how I would fare if and when three D gaming really comes into full effect at home. Yeah, I mean that's something that Sony was pushing at E three. They've got this new, much more affordable three D screen. Um, but actually, on that, something I thought was really interesting that. You could use 3D glasses, but it didn't provide a 3D display. But what you saw was a different picture. So two of you could be using the same screen, but seeing each of your characters separately. So like split screen gaming, but you have the whole screen to look at. If that makes sense. <laughs> wow, that um, is, that's very clever because that's always been the, the kind of negative thing about split screen gaming, obviously, is that the screen is split and you don't get as much. Um, so that, I mean, that's a very clever kind of advanced in technology, I, 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 I'd imagine. Yeah, I like that. And I think, um, you know, Sony with the PS Vita as well, they seem to be making some clever uses of tech rather than just sort of pushing the horsepower like they have done maybe historically. Um, I like where they're taking it now and gaming in the same space on that 3D screen. I think it's a great story. So I'm excited about that. I'm waiting to see when it's going to be released, actually. Okay, so, you know, 3D is not going to be the, the kind of flash in the pan that we had in the 80s. Um, it, it actually looks like as a technology, it's here to stay and indeed improve. Yeah, I think so. And... 
I mean, there's so many of the big platform holders are sort of committed to it. In some ways, it has to succeed, at least in, in some form. And that's that's what Sony were doing with this with this TV is saying, actually, we understand it's too expensive. Here's a much cheaper way. I think it was four nine nine dollars for this Ooh. this 3D screen, which is pretty attractive. So I'm just that waiting for the UK price. That is very good. When's that coming out? I mean, is that a decent sized TV or is it just a lot, like a little 14 incher? No, it was it was somewhere. I think it was around 30 inches. Wow! Um, so really you know, it's a big announcement at E3, and that seemed to go under the radar with the PS Vita and some of the other stuff that was going on. But um, that's something that I sort of took note of. <laughs> well, absolutely. You know, that's kind of within our spending range, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, exactly. And I've not got a 3D TV at home, but I think when it comes out at that sort of price, um, it's going to be hard not to. Yeah. Well, exactly. Absolutely. I'm. I'm already. You know, pitching it in my head to my wife as to why we need this team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, keep, keep me posted on that. Anything else going on? Any uh, new games coming out soon? Um, well, Bioshock Infinite, it's still a little way off spring 2012, but that's getting really interesting. I don't know if you played the original Bioshock games. I've, I've played both of them. I was a big fan of the... Well, I still am a big fan of the, the Bioshock franchise. The, the first two, of course, being completely underwater and this very art deco and beautiful and also very dark and sinister world. It was just a really an, a, an amazing slant on the first-person um, shooter genre as well. So I'm looking forward to this one. I understand it's actually been taken out of the sea and it's in the skies. Yeah, so it's not set in Rapture, the sort of underworld um, place that we were used to in the original Bioshocks. It's it's in this new city called Columbia. And it's like a floating cloud city. Um, and a lot of the gameplay and a lot of the story sort of plays to the same sort of themes. Um, but there's a greater focus on sort of developing your own character. So as well as the world in which you're playing, um, you play Booker DeWitt, um, who's a sort of ex-detective and who's, who has this particular mission to rescue someone in the game. And once you've rescued her, everything kicks off and you realise actually more's going on here than meets the eye. So we haven't had hands on with it, but at E3 I had a little bit of time with Ken Levine. So it's interesting to hear you know, what he was trying to achieve with the game and see some of the footage. And it, it looks it looks really good. And the interesting story here is that although um, Ken Living was quite negative about um, Sony's PS3 move controls, there's been an ongoing conversation with him, between him and Sony and he's sort of come round. So at E3, he said that he was going to include move controls. So it won't replace... Um, a traditional control mechanic, um, but you'll have that there as an option. So that that's quite a quite a coup for Sony. So there's a lot of reasons to be excited about Bioshock Infinite. We'll, we'll see. I'm still not convinced that anything will ever replace the the, the traditional hand controller. Not yeah, full. I mean, for a hardcore gamer, we no. know what these experiences are like, and I think those they, they've been tailored to fit that sort of controller. So it's going to be the newer, the different, a real different experience. You know, like, like we saw with the Wii. You know, so something that's tailored for those controllers that's going to work much better. Which won't be hardcore enough for the likes of you. <laughs> yeah. I think. Won't be enough people to kill. Exactly. Andy, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you once again. And if you'd like to uh, well, mention your website as well, which I know is an alternative look at the world of gaming. Yep, well, you can come visit us at Game People. So it's www.gamepeople.co.uk. But also a good way to connect with me is on Twitter. Do you, do you use Twitter, Loz? Uh, I try not to. No, I yeah. do. <laughs> I have a choice, unfortunately. You're on there, aren't you? But I think it's maybe time for another update. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> updated in I don't know how long. <laughs> well, if um, if people want to catch me, I'm Geek Dad Gamer with no spaces um, on Twitter. And, you know, if you've got questions you want me and Loz to, to sort of talk about, I thought that might be a, a nice way to connect. Brilliant. Good stuff. Thank you, Andy. Yeah, no problem. See you soon, Loz. All right, catch you next week. Yeah, cheers, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.